You're listening to Jefferson Forest Cavalier Football on 100.9 WIQO. Welcome back to our WIQO studios. I will see you at halftime. And it is as simple as this, as we're about to get the keys of the game at Sabre Stadium from Ed and the coach Rick Kennedy. If you're JF, you get your first Seminole District win of the year. You win, you're in to the postseason. And if you're head coach JT Cruz, that's got to be a big accomplishment coming off of last season. Year two for him and this team might make the playoffs. Ed and the coach, uh, this seems like a, a night that could be a uh, big moment for JT Cruz and his staff. Yeah, it definitely could, Trey. And we appreciate you piloting things on the East Coast Wings and Grill tailgate show as the Jefferson Forest Cavalier captains are approaching the midfield stripe for the coin toss of the game, and Liberty's captains are getting ready to come out of their locker room and do the same senior night festivities. Have us slightly behind schedule as the band is still on the field and getting organized for the players to run out here at Sabre Stadium on senior night. Uh, but to your point, Trey, and, and it's absolutely a good one, look for Jefferson Forrest to win tonight puts them into the playoff conversation. Now, where they play next week, that is still to be determined and it's the outcomes of not just the teams below and above them, but it's also a bunch of other teams because the VHSL standings and we're not going to try to explain them. Uh, it's just a real complex math equation basically that is a little too granular for us here in our broadcast, but for Jefferson Forrest getting to the postseason is a step in the sense, uh, and nobody's expecting them to win a state title this year, and I don't mean this disparagingly, but coach for Jefferson Forest to win tonight against Liberty is their first win in the Seminole District. They'd be four and six on the year, which is not the best record they've had by any means, but it is a step in the right direction. And if you get to the postseason, I would have to think there's a lot of value of just learning once again what it takes to compete at those higher levels and how different playoff intensity might even be from regular season intensity. Well, Coach Cruz has done a great job since he's been here. This is his second year at the helm of the JF Cavalier football team. And, yeah, the, the opportunity for them being one and nine last year and, and being around all through the year and teaching and, and being around here and seeing how hard they were working in the offseason, you know, this is showing what the hard work has done. And, yeah, being in the playoffs – is that next step in the right direction? Is it where you want to be? No. But is it that step in the right direction that Coach Cruz has been pounding and pounding into these kids? Mental toughness takes physical toughness. Uh, all of those things is a step in the right direction. It is. And this is a team that's not without their adversity. I mean, we can just use the example here of senior night where a couple Please of the senior leaders, the while the four field. captains, are going out to the center of the field for Jefferson Forest. They've got a couple of others, including Brody Jackson, who's extremely close tonight as he had the concussion last week against Brookville, who's out this evening. Also, Josiah Bell, back out for the remainder of the year. He's had a list break injury and actually came most of last week with that. You're talking about a Jefferson Forest team coach that has had their fair share of adversity, both in terms of the losses they've sustained over the last month in a grueling Seminole district, with three of those four being against the top teams of EC Glass Heritage and LCA, but also the injuries that have popped up. This is a JF team where you'd like to see some fruits of that perseverance. It starts tonight against Liberty, and the reward, yes, it's going to be a challenge wherever they go next week in the playoffs, but a reward for winning tonight brings about that. And you got a Liberty team on the other side that 
they kind of feel like they're in that spot that JF was last year where they couldn't catch a break. New first-year coach, late taking over, Coach Daryl Robertson didn't get that early jump on the offseason, much like JT Cruz with JF last year. And for Liberty, it's just about playing and showing some things that you can use heading into the offseason, which in all likelihood for Liberty is going to begin this weekend. Yeah, they they are. Liberty is in the exact same situation right now that JF was. You know, JF has three wins. Last year, Liberty had three wins. Last year, JF went into the final game of the season, had not won a game. And now Liberty comes in, have not won a game. So, you know, those type of parallels are a little bit scary, you know, with that in thought. But, you know, JF knows what's at stake. This is senior night, last chance they're going to have to play on this field. So, you know, I give the advantage tonight for the Cavaliers because they got a lot of things hopefully going towards next week's playoff game. They do. And, Coach, one of the big questions as well is, how much, and while JF is on this four-game losing streak in Central District play, they've seen the fruits of their labor pay off with wins this year. They're three and six, but they've at least got some of those data points, whereas Liberty's 0 and 9. I would imagine that has to factor into JF's advantage as well, just knowing that, hey, they're at least examples and data points this year that if we do the right thing and execute our coach's game plan, it can result in victories. Yeah, and we saw there was, you know, times of, even against the heritage and glass and, and LCA, you know, that, you know, there were series and, and, and there was positives that were JFA was playing and doing a good job against solid teams, you know, and, and that confidence is what you have when you come in against a team that now you're favored in. And with the fact that Liberty is 0 and 9 right now, they have, you know, a lot of mental toughness that they're dealing with being 0 and 9 going against. Cavaliers. It definitely is. As Jefferson Forest wins the opening point toss, they defer their option to the second half. So they're going to be kicking from the scoreboard and clubhouse, which is the right, to the left, which is where the big hill and the parking lot here at Jefferson Forest High School. Meanwhile, the Liberty Minutemen are set to return this kick and will get the ball first here, trying to get something going offensively in what's been a challenging season. For the minute, minute, it's a short kick. It's going to take a couple hops and field it on the far side of the 23 over to the 30, up to the 35, and then being tripped up in front of the Liberty bench at about the 40-yard line is the up back and the return man, Aaron Robertson, and that's where this Liberty offense will begin. Yeah, squib kick right there. That's kind of been the go-to for, for a lot of the high school teams we see. When you can't kick it deep, you squib kick it hard, and, and that time that was a good field on the squib and return. For the Minutemen starting on good field position right here at the 40. And defensively, JF is in their base defense, which is a 4-4. Four down linemen, four linebackers, and then they play two corners, one safety. Mason Davison is the starting quarterback for Liberty. He is a freshman, and now they'll go into a little bit of a trick formation. They send him out wide in a stacked eye look. So it's a three-back look for Liberty and a handoff, no, a QB keeper, 45, pass midfield, 50, far side, 45, 40, sprinting, 35, 30, stopping at the 25, spinning back inside the 20, and then shoved out of bounds at about the 15-yard line was the Noah wide receiver, Noah Crumbacker, who got lined up under quarterback and some trickeration to begin for Daryl Robertson and the Minutemen. And they're in the red zone on the first play of scrimmage. Well, that's not the way you want to start the game right there. I mean, they they – jumped into a, the formation there of, of the stacked eye. And with that, you have so many options. You never know which 
ball carrier is going to get the ball. And that time the quarterback pulled it and kept it himself and turned it into a huge run. Crumpaker is up under center again. It's another stacked eye, which is three backs lined up. And JF seeing that look, something they didn't expect. They will spend their first time out just 17 seconds in and trying to get a grasp on this trick formation that Liberty is using. We'll find out what JF draws up when we return after this scoreless opening drive of the game. At our house, fall is a busy time. School's back, running kids to practice. It's a lot to keep up with. That's why we love Perry and Woolwine Family Dentistry. They're family-owned and family-focused, specializing in general and family dentistry with unique skills for restorative dentistry when, well, the unexpected happens. They took care of me as a kid. Now they're taking care of me and my kids. Perry and Woolwine Family Dentistry, 2229 Mural Road, Lynchburg. You're listening to Jefferson Forest Cavalier Football on 100.9 WIUO. Back here, second play from scrimmage for the Liberty Minutemen. It's not as fruitful. A dive off left tackle, and it's Damian Williams, the junior wide out running back, and he gains about a yard, yard and a half off left tackle. We'll call it second and nine coming up for Liberty as JF burned the timeout to try to get a grasp on the stacked eye. And it's not what Liberty's showing right now. Instead, the freshman Mason Davison working in the shotgun. It's a quick throw over to the right side, a sky-eye pass, and having to pull it in at the 16, breaking a tackle in the 15 to the 10, inside the 5, and pushed out of bounds at about the 3 is Damian Williams again. And now a very late flag comes in as there's some pushing and shoving between a Minuteman and a Jefferson Forest Cavalier player. And the referees want to confer about this as it's going to be first and goal unless the penalty moves Liberty backwards, it's at the three-yard line right now. Yes, so it's going to go from the three to about the yard and a half line for the Liberty Minutemen. Looking for their first lead, and Seminole District play against the JF Cavaliers. Scoreless opening quarter, 11-10 to go. Now up under center again, it's Noah Crumpacker. The 6-3 wide out, they have used him at quarterback a couple times, and this time he'll take the snap and a handoff. A dive playoff right guard is it Damian Williams toward the end zone, signaling for a touchdown, and it is. Touchdown, Liberty. They strike first here at Jefferson Forest in the early 6-0 lead as Kentrell Evans, the senior running back, gets the tote, trying to spoil senior night as Liberty strikes first. Snap, extra point, it's blocked, and so it stays at 6-0 Liberty. JF will have a chance to answer when we come back after this. How do the Cavaliers respond on their opening drive of the game after the Minutemen found the impact church end zone? We'll find out when we come back after this on the Virginia's Talk Station app and virginiatalkradionetwork.com. 
When looking around the neighborhoods at Homes for Sale, one name always pops up, Nadine Blakely. Looking to buy or sell? Call Nadine. Nadine Blakely, realtor with REMAX, was the top 100 producer in the USA among all REMAX agents, coming in at number 87. And Nadine was the top residential producer in the entire Lynchburg area. Nadine also has a proven track record of serving our community, giving back to our schools and charities. Whether you're buying or selling, call Nadine Blakely at 434-444-2226 and visit NadineBlakelyHomes.com. Are you new to shooting or a seasoned pro? Big Boys Guns takes the time to give you a personalized experience. The staff at Big Boys Guns on Route 460, just east of Roanoke, are passionate about hunting, shooting, and reloading. Most importantly, they're passionate about responsible gun ownership. That's why they offer concealed to carry classes, and the kind experienced staff at Big Boys Guns will fit you with what you need from Southwest Virginia's largest inventory of firearms, ammunition, and parts. Visit Big Boys Guns on Route 460, east of Roanoke, for the best service, selection, and price. You're listening to Jefferson Forest Cavalier Football on 100.9 WIQO. So it was Noah Crumpacker with a 43-yard run that set up Liberty at the 17 of JF. A couple of plays later, a one-yard touchdown run from Kentrell Evans as Liberty leads 6-0. PAT was blocked. This time a kick to the up backfield in 30, 25-30, 35-40, past midfield into Liberty territory at the 40, 30 25 and tripped up from behind at the 23 yard line is Wrigley calling and JF answers they have great field position to start their first drive of the game wow they needed that Wrigley cooling gave it to them everything they needed right there he took that kickoff made one little move up the middle found the seam and just turned the jets on to put it down into Liberty territory with a great run and now Liberty needs, or uh, JF needs to go ahead and capitalize on this awesome field position. 52-yard kickoff return from Wrigley calling. Now JF in the uh, shotgun formation. And Alex Marsteller follows the right side of the offensive line. And for a home-off-looking run, it's a game of four. Really good surge by the JF offensive line to set up second down and six. As an offense, obviously, that may rely heavily on the ground. Two backs a lot of the time, and Dylan Marks. The sophomore wide receiver transitioning to quarterback with the Liz Frank injury sidelining Josiah Bell. Yeah, we'll have to see how things work. And as Dylan Marks comes in as first-time quarterback in big game right here, end of the season, taking the place of uh, Josiah Bell with his injury. Marsteller goes in motion. Instead, it's a hand to the deep back. And diving forward, Wrigley it looks like Wrigley Collins with the toes. He game. does. And off right guard, down 18 to about the 17, the gave him about a yard, third and five coming up for JF. Yeah, third and five right here, and JF needs to find a way to, to get this ball in the end zone. I feel like this is going to be two down territory. So they, they got two downs right here to get these five yards that they need uh, for that. And, and Liberty themselves, are look, uh, they're defensively in a 4-4 also. Marks this time a pitch to Marsteller. Stops 20, slips through a tackle of the 16 on the left hash. Alex inside Marsteller the 15, now the still running inside the 10. Inside the and he's tripped up around the 7. He and gets a first down presented by BT Blakely, a realtor with Remax, number one in the Commonwealth of Virginia and inside the top 75 in the country for Remax agents. Yeah, and there you go. You got your senior involved right there, Alex Marsteller. He has been the heart and soul of this team all season long right there playing with injuries and just keep fighting. And he is a hard-nosed runner, and he went ahead and took that sweet pitch 
right there and was able to get that first down. Marks calling for the shotgun snap as a man in motion comes from left to right. A fake to Marsteller. Marks keeps it off right guard, right tackle inside the five. And he's finally dragged down by a couple of Minutemen around the three, but it sets up second and goal. Yeah, good little play right there. A little uh, misdirection with the motion. Looking like it was going to be the sweep to Marsteller. And the quarterback faked the uh, toss and then kept it himself right up the middle for a solid gain. Puts him right there about the three-yard line, knocking on the door against Liberty's 4-4 defense. Can JF answer Liberty's opening drive touchdown with a trip to the Impact Church end zone? Dylan Marks calls for the second and goal snap, and it's a handoff to Colling. He's hitting the backfield, but keeps the legs churning inside the one to about the half-yard line. It'll be third and goal coming up as the clock works under 8.30 to go in the first quarter. Well, they are right there. They are literally one yard from pay dirt right here. And again, two downs right here to push it one yard to get this tying touchdown on the board right here for the Cavaliers. Colling is in the backfield again. And will he line up next to Dylan Marks? So far, that's the call to the right. Of the sophomore backup quarterback getting the call this evening. Stack defensive look. It's going to be Marks finding his way toward the end zone. And second effort gets him in. Touchdown, JF. Marks was hit in the backfield, but he spins off left tackle and carries a defender using that big six foot four, 170 pound frame of his to stretch across the goal line and in to the impact jerk. Well, that's exactly what JDF needed to do right there to answer, and they did it. Great job offensively set up by the return uh, that was run by Cooling to get the ball down there quick, and then they went ahead and pounded it on the ground and made it in. Now flags come flying in for the extra point attempt, and it's going to be an offsides on Liberty. Did the Cavaliers do anything different and go for two or – Right now, do you just kick extra points? I would think if you can just keep booting these things through with Cam McClendon, he's already got a pretty good leg. We've seen him from 41 and 32 yards this year with field goals. You might as well try because Liberty had their first PAT blocked. Yeah, I mean, you want to go ahead and do this higher probability right here, and plus it gives you the lead. And that is exactly what happens. The extra point is good, but there's a flag that's down on the field. That is the third flag that we've seen so far. Before we head to break, as JF gets to the Impact Church end zone, and what is either a 6-all game or a 7-6 lead, the flag is waved off. 7.59 to go in the first quarter. We'll come back and we'll reset things for you, each team with a possession, each team with a touchdown. Will we get more defense? Find out after this. Coach Kennedy here, and I'm here to introduce you to the fastest growing church in Forest, Virginia, Impact Church. If you want to find out how to be on the winning team for eternity, Impact Church is a place for you. Here is more now from Pastor Brad. Hello, everybody. This is Pastor Brad from Impact Church in Forest, and I want to extend a special invitation to you and your family to join us each Sunday at 10 a.m., at our new location in the Jefferson Forest High School Auditorium. We are a church that stands on and preaches all of God's word unashamedly because we believe and know that God changes lives through his word. Impact has a heart for evangelism, a mission to make disciples who follow Christ, and we are active in our community. The spirit of the Lord is moving. God is doing an amazing work through Impact Church, and we would love for you and your family and friends to come be a part of it as we make an impact for Christ. We look forward to meeting you this Sunday at 10 a.m. 
at Jefferson Forest High School. You're listening to Jefferson Forest Cavalier Football on 100.9 WIQO. When looking around the neighborhoods at Homes for Sale, one name always pops up, Nadine Blakely. Looking to buy or sell? Call Nadine. Nadine Blakely, realtor with REMAX, was the top 100 producer in the USA among all REMAX agents, coming in at number 87. And Nadine was the top residential producer in the entire Lynchburg area. Nadine also has a proven track record of serving our community, giving back to our schools and charities. Whether you're buying or selling, call Nadine Blakely at 434-444-2226 and visit NadineBlakelyHomes.com. East Coast Wings and Grill is more than just wings. Have you tried their Angus beef mouth-watering burgers? A fan favorite is the mac and cheese burger stacked with crispy onion rings, garlic aioli. Field that can all run the football, and it is going to be a very difficult offense if you have not prepared for it, uh, which JF may not have done because this could be a big surprise for them seeing this formation. Second down and one, and it's a handoff and just barreling past the 46, which is the first down line. Up to the 48 on that powerful inside give is Kintrell Evans, who's already gotten a touchdown run from a yard out. Now he has a first down for Liberty as they move the chains, trying to get back ahead. They had the early 6-0 advantage, point after was blocked. So with J.F.'s first touchdown and the successful extra point from Cam McClendon, J.F. has the one-point lead, 6.51 to go here in the opening quarter. Liberty, a stacked eye formation once again. They've used that quite regularly this evening. Two fake handoffs, and Crumpaker tries to turn the corner, and all that work, he still shoved out of bounds right around the original line of scrimmage, the 48, into the JF bench. And just to keep an eye on it, we've seen already a little bit of jawing. Referees have thrown a couple of penalty flags this evening. Seems like they are trying to stay on top of a spirited Bedford County rival. Yeah, yeah. They're, you know, again, these kids know each other. They, they've been around. They've grown up together playing Little League football against each other. So, so most of the kids know each other. Uh, they just happen to be at different high schools now. But now what you're seeing is JF right here is doing a little better job figuring out the, the rhythm of that stacked eye. This time it's Davison, the freshman quarterback, and opens Crumpaker again and a handoff left side. Evans slithers his way between right guard and the center up to about the 50-yard line. It's only a game of about two and a half, so we'll call it third and long, third and about eight for Liberty as Sam Buckley was in on the stop for the JF Cavaliers in the black pant, black jersey, black helmet, senior night attire. Well, good job right there defensively for JF getting a couple of stops right there on those run plays, and this is a big third and long right here. The defense really needs to come up big as the offense has gone back and they are now in their spread look. Evans, Blake, and Toms, the wide receiver, split to the left side with Crumpaker to the short right for the Minutemen. Four-man front faced against the Jefferson Forest defense. Davison, the freshman, calls for and gets the snap out of the shotgun and around the chest, rolls to his left, throws into traffic, and it's caught. It dropped. Wouldn't have been much anyway. Over on the far sideline, it looked like it was Bryce Sneed, the backup running back, who had that, but it was very well diagnosed, a slow-developing play, and JF forces fourth 
and about seven and a half. Yeah, great job right there. A little, uh, little play action sprint out by the minute. Man, right there, and he did not have a lot of time because the linebackers, what we call a tricker on that. As soon as he breaks that tackle box, they attack him right there, and that's what they did with the outside linebacker. And he was able to get a quick throw out there. But I do not see the punting team on here. No, it doesn't look like that's the case right now. It looks like Davison may do one of those QB punt options where he's lined up about eight yards back, and then he just does one step and boots it with his right leg toward the end zone. And it'll take a bounce at the five and roll into the impact church end zone for the touchback. So Liberty goes with that look. Wanted to see what JF drew up defensively. Cavaliers did not drop anyone back in. That's probably the wise move all said, Coach. Because you get the ball at the 20, it's not perfect. But you guard it against a potential fake there. And you secure the possession as you try to build on the one-point lead. You being the JF Cavaliers up 7-6. Yeah, great job right there. They went with the... With the fourth down look like they were going to be in a no-back offense, and all it was was setting up the quarterback there just to do his own little kick. And he kicked it too far. It got into the end zone, so a break for the Cavaliers getting the ball to 20 instead of inside to five. Yeah, they get better field position right now. It's not as good as the last time when they started just outside the other 20, the Liberty 20, with 23 yards from the end zone. But it's solid nonetheless, and this time it's a handoff. Marsteller, wide open hole on the right side of the line. He shot right through that and up to about the 28-29 before he even had to see a white-clad, white-jerseyed Liberty defender. And he had enough momentum to get to the 31. And a first down presented by Nadine Blakely, your number one real estate expert in the Forest community. Yeah, great run right there by Marsteller. He had a big hole right there. He didn't even get touched till the second level. At that point, he was already seven, eight yards deep. And what a positive, good run right there on that first down for another first down. 428 and counting down in the first quarter. JF, 7-6 to six lead. They would love more, but they have 59, 69 yards to go to get to the end zone. High snap and then just deciding to keep it. Dylan Marks wisely make the pitch to Marsteller. Nobody bit. But again, repeat what we said a moment ago. The right side of this Jefferson Forest Cavalier offensive line creating a nice hole through which he could surge. Caden Sheldrake, the right tackle, and Logan Candace, the right guard, have been fantastic, blazing some holes. Well, I tell you what, that was a bad snap. I'm not sure if that was the original design play, but uh, Marks went ahead and just pulled it down himself and took off up the middle and had a good positive gain, good solid four yards just on his own. So a two-receiver set for JF. They've got one split to each side. Ball a couple of feet from the right hash mark toward the middle of the field. This time it's a high snap and a handoff breaking through a couple tackles at around the 38 is Calkins and he carries defenders to about the 42. That is enough for yet another, as you heard from the PA announcer, first down, although he neglected to mention it's presented by Nadine Blakely, realtor with Remax. Another great run right now. JF's really showing up front that they got an advantage right here against this front of the defense for the Minutemen. And if they can keep this ball moving and keep pounding it on the ground, that's exactly what Coach Cruz is going to keep calling and giving it to his running backs. Seven to six, Jefferson Forest leads under 310 to go in the first quarter. In motion, Marsteller to the backfield. He goes, gets the ball off the right side of the line, past the 45, and he just slips on a bounce cut from the 45 up to the 47. And it's another solid run. We'll call it a gain of about six. As JF sets up second and about four and a half. Well, I tell you what, I do stand corrected. The defense of the Minutemen is actually a 3-4, 
So they got three of their biggest guys right there, nose guard. They got two big defensive tackles. And then what they've done is they've walked up the two outside linebackers on the outside. So they are technically in a 3-4. And one of those four linebackers shot the B-gap, which is between the right guard and the left guard and left tackle. And it's an offsides, and it'll set JF up either right at the first down marker or just shy. And we'll go with just shy as it was second and five and a half, now second and a half yard. Wow. That, so, obviously, he was going to blitz right there through the A-gap, and he ran straight through. And now we got a flag over on the visitor's side. Usually that means something on the sideline has probably been done by the coaches. And this could be a sideline warning coming against the Liberty Minutemen. The coaching staff is heading over to Daryl Robertson, the new head coach, first year for Liberty, and talking to him about making sure that whatever induced that flag gets corrected. This may be a sideline warning. That's exactly what it is as the referees pull both arms out out wide and then that sweeping motion forward together which indicates it's a sideline warning so no penalty yardage just now but if they see it again they reserve the right to tack on 15 extra yards second and a half yard for jefferson forest quick pitch to marsteller slips out of a tackle a spin move at the 50 nice job with the left hand to keep himself up and he does enough to lunge back to the line of scrimmage in the middle of the field and it should be enough for a first down that was great body control by marsteller yeah marsteller did all that on his own they actually the liberty defense did a great job coming in right there and, and taking away that sweep and marsteller was able to stop and cut back and do a little spin move and be able to get back up to the line of scrimmage and dive forward for the first down on that run. Childers split wide. Another receiver split to the near side for Jefferson Forrest. So they've got two. It's a three-down lineman look, but two extras off the edge for the Minutemen. Fake pitch marks. Keeps it himself off the right side of the line. That was solid for that side. Three-yard gain, and now a late flag comes in once again. Referees have had no problem chucking the yellow handkerchiefs on the field in the first quarter and trying to keep the emotions under control from a Liberty team that wants their first win and a JF team that wants to snap a skid and qualify for the playoffs. And the penalty goes against the visiting Minutemen. A personal foul will tack on 15 yards and get JF just inside the 30. Well, I tell you what, this this game has taken on a lot of emotion very early and very quick. Uh, a little bit surprising, you know, but uh, Liberty just is so intent on trying to win this football game and being overly aggressive. I think emotionally now uh, we're seeing a lot of stuff that's causing people to do things to get them penalties. Two receivers trot out wide to the left side. That's the wide side for JF. They've also got two H-backs. One of them comes in motion. It's Marsteller. He'll get it, and he's wrapped up, slung down immediately in the backfield. Damian Williams, we've called his name a lot for Liberty. He's had a great evening, not just the one-yard touchdown run, but he's had a couple of other athletic moves, including reading that one and slinging Marsteller for a loss of two. Well, I tell you, that was their little counter play that they do where they – bring him in motion, then he takes the handoff and counters back to the other side. But at that point, the linebacker had blitzed through and was able to get through on his blitz in time to make that play in the backfield for a loss for the Cavaliers. Shotgun snap coming up 
for Parks. The backup quarterback, he's gotten the call tonight, and it's a pitch to Marsteller. Stops 30 left side, breaks at the 25, cuts back inside from the 20 between the hash and the numbers, and brought down around the 15. They'll say he's actually down at the 14, and that's a gain of 16 and a first down. That was a push sweep again. That's been their favorite play here the second half of this whole season is getting Marsteller the ball on the sweep play. And that time he had the blocking out there and he was able to put some moves and some cutbacks on the blocks that he was getting from the wideouts. And that turned into a huge run for the first down. Alex Marsteller with a nice run there. It's the first quarter with JF knocking on the door of the red zone. And the score is seven to six. JF leads Liberty second quarter and comes up next.